0: Hello, and thank you for tuning to Fire and Rain Ministries, where fire purges and rain washes. Today, we have an exciting word to share with you from Apostle Allison J. Cross, and we know that you will be encouraged by what you hear. So sit back and relax, and remember, she has a word for you from the Word.
1: You're, not, you're never going to admit that you're wrong. You're never going to admit that you missed it. But if you have put that pride to the cross and said, God, help me in this area, I'm. Str- it's okay. We're human. We're going to struggle with some things. Okay? But integrity says do the right thing at all times. When we have integrity, it also means that we're going to treat others with respect and fairness, regardless of their race, gender, social status, belief system or whatever I've seen some prophets and they call themselves seasoned prophets they were literally um downgrade someone shame them embarrass them some people embarrass people for what they don't know and we're not doing that some people um uh, embarrass people because of their gender and I'm I'm gonna just stop right there and say this As a woman of God, I have been in times past, and now I don't even even fool with it. I don't even respond to it, been made to feel less than a minister of the gospel because of my gender. Because I'm a woman, I don't need to be preaching. I I don't need to be doing none of that. I don't need to be preaching. I don't need to be prophesying. None of that because of my gender. But see, God didn't tell me that. He didn't. God did not tell me that. And I'll tell you something else. Um, And I always think back and one of the things that really encouraged me when I got into ministry was the fact that if a woman could carry the word and deliver the word, why can't she preach the word? That was good enough for me. (laughs) God, he spoke that to me. He showed me that. That set me free. So women of God that are in ministry, that are called to be prophetesses, and I'm going to say prophetesses, (laughs) um, don't let what people say discourage you. Don't let the fact that anyone, now I'm not going to even just say men do it, women do it too. There are women in the body of Christ, in the kingdom that don't believe women should preach. That don't believe women should have a church. They don't believe that women should raise up leaders. I'm going to say, take it to God. Don't don't come to me with it because I'm going to do what God called me to do. You do what God called you to do. And, you know, we're going to leave it right there. And so just be encouraged. If God has called you, know that if he's called you, he will perfect those things that concern you. Now, when we look at integrity it's also essential to personal and professional relationships as prophets we live in the world we're going to have personal relationships outside the church we're going to have professional relationships and our te- integrity needs to be intact in that as well one of the things that it does is when we as leaders in the kingdom we have integrity what does it do for us as leaders it builds trust respect and credibility with others. And that's something that we want to really, really pay attention to. It builds trust, respect, and credibility. We want to make sure we stay there. We become uncredible when we start doing stupid stuff. (laughs) Okay, We become uncredible. And we all know what stupid stuff according to our lives could be. And so we want to make sure that we stay in the right vein. Okay? And then also... um, when we have as, as leaders with a, and prophets as a, with a strong sense of integrity, we're more likely to make decisions based on the values and principles of the word of God, more so than the thoughts and intents in the hearts of man. Because man has his own thing going on, man outside of God, you know, and so we want to make sure that what we do is always doing according to the word of God. Amen all right and so the next uh thing in chapter eight that we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about the introduction to the prophetic ministry see all of that that we went through to get to all the chapters we went through to get to the introduction to the prophetic ministry prophetic ministry is a calling and a gift that involves hearing from god and communicating his message to his people okay prophets are not fortune tellers i'm gonna say that again we are not Miss Cleo, <laughs> and if you are a member of Miss Cleo from way back in the day, call me line, man. We are not Miss Cleo. <laughs> we are not fortune tellers. We're not doing none of that. We hear from God and communicate His message. Everybody say His message. Amen. His message. We communicate His message. We're not psychics. But we are servants of God who are empowered by the Holy Spirit to speak his truth, provide direction and encouragement and comfort to the body of Christ. That is why we are here. Not to go off on a tangent on all of this ricamaro and foolishness and, you know, whatever. That is not why we're here. We're here to do what God has called us to do. And then we're going to talk about understanding prophecy. Understanding prophecy. See, a lot of people don't even understand prophecy. They just lump everything that a prophecy into one thing. Is it a word of wisdom? Is it a word of knowledge? What is it? It's all, no. There's different, you know, things And we're going to talk about. that. Prophecy is a message or revelation from God that is communicated through us, his prophets, a human vessel. Now, One thing I want to mention is, and most of you know this, is the fact that you do not have to be a prophet to prophesy, but all people that prophesy are not prophets. Okay, everybody that God could use a person for ten seconds to deliver a prophetic word. That does not make them a prophet. Where we get it twisted, at some people will see a prophet or God uses someone prophetically, prophetically. where the spirit of the atmosphere is a prophetic atmosphere and look in the old testament that happened didn't it there was a prophetic atmosphere and everybody started people many people start prophesying but you could be in a prophetic atmosphere right and god could fall upon you give you a word of wisdom a word of knowledge a, a prophetic unction and you deliver that word and then all of a sudden unseasoned people or leaders will begin to say oh you a prophet uh no they're not god used them in that moment because he's sovereign he can do what he wanted to do and they were the vessel he chose to use at that moment so we have to be discerning and you know this course is going to help us be discerning we're going to understand prophecy and be discerning on how to really um how to really know if a person is a prophet or are they just using prophet, being used prophetically at that moment? It's really important as leaders that we know this because if we don't, there's going to be a problem. How they, how they say Houston? There is a problem. you know? And so we have to really, really be careful. Let me see something. I'm doing something to my screen. One second. I don't know if it's going to work. Nope. Okay. But anyway, so we're going to be... Uh, talking about that prophecy again is from god and he uses whoever he want to use and it's a way in which god speaks to his people and provides guidance direction correction encouragement and comfort now think about that when a, a prophet is prophesying when a person is uh, uh, being used by god it's not doom and gloom now you know what sometimes god will warn people if you don't stop what you're doing you're going to be exposed. I've seen that happen openly. And guess what? They end up exposing themselves. But anyway, when we are ministering to God's people, more oftentimes it's for guidance, it's for direction, it's for correction, it's for encouragement, and it's for comfort. That is what builds people up in the kingdom. Not tearing, see the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, why would I Why would I use a word of prophecy to, someone, prophecy to someone to tear them down? To break their spirit? Why would I do that? That's telling me that that is a novice or they don't care or they're just being used by the devil. One of the two. There will be times when God will have us correct things and I believe that God will have us correct things um, in private. However, if someone comes into your church, my church, online, and they are creating a ruckus, and they are saying stuff that's way out of order, I'm going to put you in check quick, fast, in a hurry, and then I'm going to bounce you out the room or wherever you are, okay? Because obviously at that point, the person is there to create havoc and distraction. And so we want to make sure that you know, we are um, in line with what God is saying to do at that moment, but ultimately, ultimately we are building up God's people, okay? Now, another thing that we're going to be talking about while we're understanding prophecy is that prophecy, it takes many forms, including personal prophetic words, corporate prophecy prophetic visions or dreams what do i mean by corporate prophecy uh corporately prophesying to a whole church you know and it can also be in the workplace you know we have workplace um ministers, workplace uh, apostles and prophets and we got workplace ministry we may uh, touch on that a little bit later but you know god may use you as a prophet to minister corporately to a whole body of believers as to God is, I see God moving you in this direction. I remember I was in, um, one second. I have to take a sip of my chow. Thank you. <laughs> you know, hey, it's all about, you know, we smile. We can. We can laugh. We can have fun, you guys. <laughs> but we're going to get the word out, right? Okay, and so another thing is when, I remember when I was living in Michigan and I was, and um i had the ministry there fire and rain ministries and brother ron remembers apostle ron remembers he he came to a couple of meetings and stuff like that that's where we first met powerful man of god and so i remember i was it was during uh, a meeting and i just i had a vision it was like wow but what i saw was um i saw a boat it was like you know those um those really large uh boats on the ocean navy ships and things like that how huge they are i saw a whole ship slowly turning around and i said "Woo, god what was that he said i'm turning your ministry in a whole nother direction that you not that you had not known And I tell you, and I was—I thought I was doing—and at that moment, I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, at that moment. But God said, "I'm turning the whole ministry around. Corporate, the whole thing, everything in the ministry is turning. In now, you're—you—you've gone down this direction. Now I'm turning it. Let me steer it. Let me take you where I want you to go. You trying to be over here?" But God said, "I'm." But the the turn was so slow that nothing was lost. See, when we try to run ahead of God, we start losing stuff because we're running too fast. But if we let Him gently turn us in the direction that He wants us to go, everything that you picked up along the way that God had for you and has for you, well, it won't be lost. Things get lost, uh, prophets, when. We begin to try to turn things and move as quick as possible. I got to hurry. up. Now, when God showed me that, it was, what, six years later before I even left Michigan. He showed me what he was doing. But he said, I didn't tell you to do nothing but wait on me. As a prophet, understanding what God is doing, sometimes you got to wait. We have to just Wait. And we have to trust the process. What is the process? The process, I'm going to wait on you, Father, no matter whether I understand it or not. Because it don't, look, it don't look right to me. It don't look right to my flesh. It don't look right in my mind. I can't logically figure it out. But God, I'm going to wait on you until you say move. A prophet who has the ear to the mouth of God will wait when it hurts. We'll wait. When, I'm gonna say when there's no money, <laughs> we'll wait. When the, we don't see any forward movement, I'd rather be moving forward in the spirit than in the natural. Did y'all just catch that? Moving forward in the realm of the spirit, see the natural gonna catch up. It don't have a, It don't have a, uh-uh. it, it it has to. I would rather be stationary in the natural and know what God is doing in the spirit, and moving ahead spiritually, and let the natural catch up, rather than running outside of the will of God in the natural, and my spirit is way back there where God told me to stay in the first time, in the first place. It's important. It's really important. It's prophets, because our words are very powerful. You know, I've learned to shut my mouth. (laughs) Don't make any vows unless you can keep them. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Don't because we are with what we say. Okay. We're held to that. And so understanding prophecy is more than just prophesying. It's more than just saying, thus saith the Lord. It's our lives. It's waiting on God for him to give us what he wants to give us. We can run if we want to end up like Jonah, trying to go to, uh, what was he going, Tarshish? And he was supposed to be going to Nineveh. He said, I'm going where I want to go because God, I know you sent me over there. So you know that we know the Ninevites was tripping. We know they was doing all type of foolishness. And he was upset and mad because he didn't want God to spare them. He wanted God to kill them. Prophet of doom and gloom spirit. Tell them, Lord! <laughs> all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god and that's something that we as prophets have to realize and have to keep ever before us because people are going to do stuff people are going to say stuff and do stuff that will hurt you that will mess up try to mess up your character try to mess up your influence with other all type of stuff will come against you but guess what he said i already prayed for you <laughs> amen I already pray for you I already know so it's important to understand prophet and another thing is prophecy is not always you know a prediction of the future or a specific outcome rather it can also involve speaking truth to current situations or circumstances you lying I'm gonna tell you this is the truth okay I'm, I'm going to help set you straight. I'm going to help provide some insight and understanding and help the individuals or churches that will come in alignment with God's will. We don't prophesy means to preach, right? <laughs> so if we're preaching, preaching is talking. We can literally, if God gives us the grace and the place of abiding to be able to speak to an entire congregation or a leader says, you know what, I need some help. Will you come in and help my church? That right there, that's heavy. That touches my heart. And it touches my heart because God's people's souls are at stake. God's people are hearing. They want it. If a leader invites you to come and help them, that's so serious because it, 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 it places such a weight on you that we better get it right. We better not be fooling around. We better not be in our flesh. We better not be lying. We better not be uh, wanting to do things to just puff ourselves up as prophets because they called us in because they seriously needed help as a prophet. And we're coming in to say, this is what I see. We have to make sure that our motives are correct. That is the number one thing. What is the motive? What i why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I accepting this assignment? Why am I helping these people? Why am I helping this church? Is there anything, any flinches in my spirit or in my heart that I am doing this because I want man to see me? I want them to be attached to me. It ain't your church. <laughs> they just need help. They're not telling you to come in and take over. So we have to really say god what is my prophetic call here what i see and then we you know and then you know and i'm just i'm going off in this area for a moment but i tell you when a leader calls a prophet in to help them don't get chummy with the people Don't get chummy with the people because they will try to use you to prophesy to them. And they will even try to, they'll they'll be so, because our gift is like a magnet. People's members will literally try to get you and them to start a church. They'll want you to do that. And guess what I'll do? I'll call a meeting with your pastor. So, come on, we got something to say. And then I'll bust you out right in front of the pastor. That'll stop that foolishness. You ain't going to get me hemmed up with God. God sent me here to do something. And I'm doing it because the pastor needs help. So, I'm not going to allow your members to approach me to try to get me to, I don't know, tear the ministry up. It's not right. So we as prophets have to be careful of that because, again, as soon as you come in with the uh, name prophet or apostle in front of your name, people are going to automatically be drawn. And then when you begin to move in power, might, and demonstration, people are going to be uh, pulled towards you, and they're going to want a word. They're going to want this. They're going to want that. Go get, go get in. I don't have my Bible in here with me. No, I don't have the no other one. But. I was gonna hold my Bible up and say, go get the word. Get your word between it and a. Man, It's a whole lot of them. I've had to put some people in check before. One moment. I've had to put people in check that wanted to um, do stupid stuff. And I didn't mind putting them in check. I thought I let someone into the room, uh, it was Sister Maria. I don't know. I didn't see her come in, but anyway, um, so you know, we really have to put that in check. So God is going to cause you to help people. He's going to have you helping people. He's going to have you helping churches. And as we help people, as we help churches, as we help communities, as we help nations, hey, don't get it twisted. God wants us all over the world. And he will use us all over the world in the capacity in which he wants to use us you know hallelujah amen and so we want to understand prophecy and also now when you look at the gift of prophecy it is meant and is given by the holy spirit and is to be used for the edification and the building up of the body of christ i'm gonna say that again it's used for the edification and the building up of the body of christ do you believe me don't you don't have to just say you believe me believe the word because it's in there (laughs) it is in there it's in the word and i love the word because it is so rich and we could take one scripture and we could just eat that and chew on that all day long and it'll give us life amen i know i'm getting a little excited here hallelujah okay so it's used for edification and also to build up the body of Christ. However, when we are edifying people and building up people, we wanna make sure that we approach our prophetic unctions and the use of prophecy with humility. We gotta be humble. Accountability and the willingness to submit, okay? To submit to biblical authority. We're not long rangers out here peoples. Prophets, we are not long-rangers. We have to be able to submit to biblical authority. We need that. You said, well, you know what? I, I, I'm a pro- I have had this discussion with so many prophets gone wild, which is the name of my book coming out. <laughs> pro- I've had this discussion with so many prophets gone wild that it's ridiculous. I don't need nobody. Is there me and Jesus? Well, guess what? You out of order, buddy. How am I on order? Because Jesus submitted to the father. Hello? He said, I don't do anything except I see my father and hear my father. Didn't he say that? So if we as prophets, we have to have someone that we're accountable to. Because I'm going to tell you what, the enemy is always trying to set people up. We got to have somebody in our corner that can say, you know what? This is what I see. This is what I see, and this is what you need to be careful of. And it's okay if you don't see everything. It's okay if we don't see everything because we're not God. We can't see everything. That's why God puts wise counsel in our lives. What is uh what is that uh Psalms uh chapter one? Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinner, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water. And it goes on and on. But the one of the things that um we want to uh look at is the fact that blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly see there's counsel so we want to make sure that we have people that we're accountable to accountability will keep you in check if you know you got a problem in a certain area of your life you need to be accountable to somebody if you're prone to falling in a certain area in times past. Now, there is a time once we get past, um, um, I'll say, um, milk, and we start eating some uh, crackers, and then we get on some strong meat. There are things in our lives that shouldn't even bother us anymore. There, sh- there are things that should not bother us anymore at all. You know, and so we have to look at that. We have to look at that. Things that shouldn't bother us. Okay, and let's see, where am I here? So ultimately, when we look at the gift of prophecy, the goal of prophecy is to the is really to point people back to Jesus. That's one of the, you know, because think about this. If you give a prophetic word, have you ever given a word that's pointing somebody to the devil? No. <laughs> We're pointing them to Jesus. If it's a word of encouragement, we're pointing them to Jesus. Why? What did Jesus? what one of the major things that Jesus did was the the biggest encouragement was going to the cross cause that means I'm not lost. You're not lost. They're not lost, okay? So it's to point them back to Jesus and to further His kingdom on earth. And as believers, we should be open to receiving and discerning. Prophetic messages, even from one another. God may give Apostle Christmas a message, Apostle Ron a message, uh, uh, Sister Miller a, a message, Prophetess Miller. He may give us messages for one another, and it's to build us up and it's to encourage our faith. Now, and we're about to wrap it up here. It's going to be about a, yeah, about an hour. We have a couple of more chapters that I'm gonna. I don't want to like. I don't want to run through these. And we're just, this is just the overview. Are you guys getting any encouragement over the overview? (laughs) Imagine when we actually dive in. I like overviews because it gives me something to chew on to next week. And so we're going to be hearing God's voice. Now, from uh, chapter 10, we're going to be talking about hearing God's voice. And from the standpoint of prophecy, hearing God's voice is essential as is the foundation of prophetic ministry. Because if we ain't hearing him, Houston, there's a problem. If we're not hearing God's voice, there is a problem, okay? And so we have to hear God's voice. And the ability to hear God's voice accurately and clearly is what enables prophets to receive and deliver his divine messages to individual churches and nations. We have to hear accurately. We have to hear clearly. What causes us not to hear accurately and clearly no time with him sin putting other stuff in the way no prayer time no time in the word and just not having time for the lord i mean how many of us would really if you know those now i'm not married but if i was married and if my husband never spent time with me could i even hear what he's saying if He may be in another room talking, but I ain't hearing because I'm not spending time with him. He's not spending time with me. He talking, but I ain't, I'm not close enough in proximity to hear what he's saying. Think about that. Same with God. If we're going to be hearing God's voice, we have to be in the proximity to be able to hear what he's saying. And that's in his presence. Amen. Now, another thing we're going to be talking about in chapter 10 is... We're called to be God's mouthpiece and to cultivate, we have to cultivate a close relationship with him to hear his voice effectively. Spend time in prayer, meditation, studying the word and in order to develop to hear the word of God. The next chapter 11, developing our prophetic gift and we're going to be talking about the gifts. We got all the way down to 11 but we have to go through all the other stuff first. The foundation to get to where um, we're going to ultimately end up. We're going to be talking about delivering prophecy. How do you deliver prophecy? Do you just stand up there with a bullhorn and go to talking? (laughs) How do we we actually deliver prophecy? According to the Bible, it involves speaking the word of God with clarity, accuracy, and humility. Clarity, accuracy, and humility. You can get up there if you want to and act all like I'm all this in a bag of chips. Gawa, you'll be eating humble pie so quick. (laughs) You know, you will eat humble pie real quick. And if you want to know what humble pie is, see me after the class. I'll tell you what it is. (laughs) Okay, so yeah. So we're going to be talking about how we deliver prophecy. Another thing is with that, delivering prophecy, a prophet must be obedient to God's leading. And the leading of the Holy Spirit. Many times I've been talking and the Lord would say, don't say that. Eh. And I'll tell the people, well, I just got checked on that. I won't be telling you that part. And it's okay to do that because if we're going to deliver a word from God, sometimes we can start flowing and talking and God may not want us to say all that. He just may want us to say a portion and it's okay to stop in your tracks, and wait and then proceed delivering prophecy we're going to talk about that in detail we're going to also talk about accountability and ethics in prophetic ministry that's really important prophetic ministry is a powerful and important gift given by god to his people however with great power comes great responsibility A lot of responsibility. It's essential that those who operate in prophetic ministry do so with accountability and ethics. Accountability, you know, is important. Ethics are important. We're going to talk about that. Ethics in prophetic ministry include speaking the truth in love, avoiding manipulation, avoiding control. You don't want to do that. You don't want to manipulate people. See, when you're a prophetic person, and I'm going to tell you this, and the Lord, He showed me this. He showed me this about me a long time ago, because if you are gifted in uh, certain areas of prophecy and speaking and people are naturally drawn to you, it will be easy to manipulate people, easy. And I'm just keeping it real. And before I got over into that, the Lord stopped me and said, I need you to look at this. This is what could go on. And this is what I don't want to go on. But if you keep saying this or doing this, you're going to get into manipulation. Important. Very important. So we have to have accountability in ethics and ethics in prophetic ministry. We're going to be talking about prophetic intercession. We're going to be talking about prophetic worship. Uh, we're going to be talking about prophetic ministry in the church. And yeah, so the, um, that's 16 uh, chapters in the manual. And it's going to be, it's going to be powerful. It's going to be powerful because God, he wants to do a new thing. He don't want us just to know how to sit up and prophesy. He wants us to get that foundation of the prophetic ministry correct. So as we prophesy, we're prophesying out of the spirit of God without manipulation, control, and all the foolishness. That is basically, that was it for today. Wasn't that
0: an awesome teaching? We look forward to you tuning in each week for more teachings from Apostle Allison J. Cross, founder of Fire and Rain Ministries. You can follow us on Facebook, Roku, The Fire Stick, Apple TV, iTunes, and more under the Fivefold Network. To contact the ministry, you can reach us at 252-764-5685 or email us at apostleajcross at gmail.com. God bless you and see you next time.